Hello everyone. This is Utsari Gupta Bhaya and you are listening to the 5th episode of the Free Flow podcast. Welcome and welcome back everyone. If you are new to this channel then do not forget to check out the trailer episode to know more about me and the channel. Also do not forget to follow the channel on your podcast app and Instagram with the name at the rate the free flow pod for the regular updates of course and uh, i hope you had a great week i am again so excited for today's episode uh, it is on 5g technology in india finally yes and i will try my best to summarize everything you need to know on 5g in today's time so yeah let's get started So there is much excitement and discussion on 5G rollouts in India. So uh, we will be looking at what 5G is, how does the technology work, because that will tell us a lot about the telecom industry, about the companies, and then we will see the challenges of 5G. Now there is quite a tough competition between the private telecom players. Uh, sorry, among the private telecom players in India, there are. mainly three big names in uh, the sector uh, bharti airtel reliance jio and vodafone idea right now vodafone idea is in the news recently because of the huge debt it has um, it is basically at a very bad financial place right now so it is not sure if it will be actively taking part in you know 5g technology amidst this condition So uh, meanwhile Airtel and Jio are always competing neck to neck in terms of technology uh, prices uh, services etc right Reliance was in talk of launching 5G uh, for quite some time and Ambani announced the same in the uh, AGM that happened in June uh, following that AGM Airtel and Tata announced a strategic partnership in 5G Now first let's you know clear our concept on what is 5G because that will then help you to understand the politics and economics behind what is happening now okay so the first point is current telecom market our indian telecom market is the second largest in the world it is a huge consumer base right uh, there are numerous people buying or using wireless connections every day be it mobile phones or uh, radio etc so you can call it a hot cake for foreign and domestic you know businessmen or investors in this industry now what is interesting is reliance said that it will provide end to end solutions in technology it is looking at a home grown or atmanirbhar model of business with this approach uh, you know tata and airtel also tagged in tata and airtel uh, said that they too will not take help of foreign technology and make it uh, make everything by its own just to tell you that uh, there are a few chinese companies who are ready to invest and collaborate with uh, the indian telecom companies so guys that actually speaks volumes like if this works out like the second largest telecom market you know in the world works out Uh, with 5G then we will actually have a homegrown industry with homegrown technology and that's going to be amazing uh, so yeah that is about the telecom market then comes is 5G with times technology evolves right we have uh, we have seen it evolving from 2G to 4G in a short period we started with 1G which was only voice call then we had 2g which had voice calls and uh, yeah limited messages 
then we had 3G with web browsing facility, uh, but it had low speed, right? Then we had 4G with higher speed of internet and low latency. Latency actually means uh, the time it takes for, uh, you know, signals to spread. You can say that it takes 50 milliseconds, uh, you know, in 4G, whereas it takes 1 to 10 milliseconds uh, for signals in 5G. So yes, 5G speed is over the top and it is the best. Uh, with this evolution of technology, there is going to be more and more competition in the private sector to provide the best services, right? Uh, so yeah, let's see what, what services they are actually talking about or they are going to compete on. Private sector competition is going to be heavy. Like they are competing on spectrum and end-to-end -end solutions. Now, what is spectrum? Every wireless connection works through radio waves, right? Now, these waves are around us all the time and we cannot see it. It, it carries uh, our signals. Whenever you call somebody, your phone uses these waves. It sends the signal to the nearest of your telecom tower. Like if you are using Vodafone, then, you know, it reaches the nearest of the Vodafone tower. Then it sends that signal to the nearest of the Vodafone tower of the number you are calling, which then sends signals to the phone of the person. And then we talk like, you know, that is how it works. Pretty amazing, right? Uh, yeah, so these radio waves are actually natural resources. They are available naturally. They will keep existing even if humans cease to exist. So it means that these are also very limited, right? And limited things have a price attached to it. It calls for property rights. So who owns these waves? There is only one authority which owns, regulates and manages these waves in Indian territory and that is the government of India uh, or the Department of Telecommunication. Now, it sells these spectrum to the private players and here is when the companies like Airtel, Vodafone, uh, Vodafone Idea and Geo come into picture. These spectrums are auctioned by the government to these companies. Uh, like they buy the specific spectrum for specific time period okay now you might think that why exactly is it auctioned why can't just everybody why can't just like every company just uh, you know use uh, the signals like can't we just let them use the spectrums however they want well these are radio waves okay it will be a hodgepodge if there uh, are more than one operator using the same signal you might hear a mix of radio, FM uh, channels or calls by different numbers at the same time. Like consider the spectrum, uh, you know, like a road. Okay. More the number of cars on the same road, more traffic jam and lesser is the efficiency in speed and services. Okay. So one car on each road for a specific time being. Like one company on each spectrum for a period is the drill so yeah that's about spectrum now let's look at the challenge of spectrum uh, there are many people talking about how 5g is very expensive and india does not have that capacity of you know having 5g on board um, it is actually true i mean it is true that you know we are in lack of capacity of having 5g infrastructure 
Now, the 5G spectrum will have three bands. The lowest is from 615 MHz to 1 GHz. This uh, exact band, like from 650 to 1, is actually 4G, technically. Uh, but if, you know, the infrastructure is optimum and it is used in an optimum way with efficient infrastructure, then you can easily fit 5G technology in this band, okay? Now, the mid band, which is the next one, like over the lower band, is the uh, band from 1 gigahertz to 6 gigahertz, okay? It has a higher speed, of course, than the low band, but the coverage area of the mid band is smaller than the low band, okay? Coverage area is basically the territorial area a tower can uh, spread through, like a tower can cover in a specific, in a specific area. Then comes the highest band, uh, which is from 6 uh, gigahertz to 24 gigahertz. Uh, this is actually the real 5G. Like, you can see the real power of 5G in this, uh, you know, high band. It has the highest speed, but it has the least coverage area, which means that it can uh, cover only small territories. So, you can say that the more evolution, the higher is the spectrum higher is the speed and feasibility, but lesser is the coverage area. Cool. Like 2G is more widely available and spread. It can penetrate into buildings more easily than 5G. Okay. So that actually implies that we would require more towers, more number of towers uh, and more infrastructure for 5G, isn't it? So now comes the technological solutions which the companies are providing, okay? Uh, we have a very limited capacity for towers already. So what do we do? What these companies are saying is they will switch to ORAN, which is Open Radio Access Network, from closed network. Uh, ORAN is basically an interface which, you know, allows interoperation of network devices. Like, for example, uh, let's take iOS, okay? When you use Apple, you cannot really use a charger of another company, right? You have to use an Apple charger. You have to use the accessories which are by Apple, isn't it? So, in this case, uh, you can say that Apple is not open to other mobile company devices, right? It is closed. Uh, similarly, even the network services work this way. If a telecom company ties up with a Chinese vendor to provide network services, then it has to use everything from that company. Like the devices, the infrastructure, the software, the hardware, all of it. Like it cannot move to another company even if the, com even if the other company is actually providing, you know, the services at a lower cost. Okay, so this actually means that the network is closed and limited and not cost efficient. So what happened is like till now they were using the uh, this exact closed network. But now what companies like Tata, um, which is actually TCS, like Tata Consultancy Services is promoting is ORAN, this ORAN network, which is basically open radio access network, as I explained, okay. It is saying that by opening up the network, they will be able to use services, devices or software from any vendor or different vendors, you know, as they like. Like, you know, uh, this will save the cost and broaden the 
coverage area if they see if airtel sees that well i am getting xy services from uh, abcd company at a cheaper rate than you know like another company which i signed up for for another service so it can basically have like a mix match of you know different vendors and yeah that way what happens is uh, you basically provide the best service to the customers at you know the best prices so yeah also tata and airtel are actually in the global oran alliance it is an open access radio network service group of vendors and telecom companies like they share blueprints and technology for everyone to benefit from it whereas uh, jio is coming up with its own end to end uh, solution or network services and uh, yeah the next challenge is affordability of the spectrum uh, so out of three companies uh, vodafone idea airtel and jio one is in huge debt right the spectrum price is really high so it is very tough for the companies to bid as a huge huge chunk of their revenue goes into buying the spectrum not just that there are like there are also like technical changes to launch 5g right so yeah the expenditure of a telecom company is going to be huge uh, if they come up with you know 5g plan uh, which is why the prices available to the customers can also be huge although the companies have mentioned to have you know affordable prices to consumers but still initially what we can be seeing is high cost of 5g until the market actually corrects itself and you know we we go back to the affordable level uh just how it happened in 4g right like part and parcel of transformation so yeah that uh is one of the challenges the next challenge is last mile connectivity now what what is that connectivity in the rural or semi rural areas okay although there have been significant penetration of the 4g market in the rural areas but still 5g will still come off as a huge huge challenge okay um another challenge is that uh, the affordability of 5g compatible you know devices the biggest roadblock in uh, the indian 5g electronics manufacturing industry is that it lacks the world class semiconductor fabricating unit okay that is actually notable uh, denominator for device affordability meaning that it uh, decides uh, and you know impacts the price of the device a lot so yeah in that case it's the perfect time for the government to either invite global players to invest in semiconductor fabricating plants in india or you know start the work to build an indigenous version of it uh so yeah i mean we are done with the challenges like i hope it was clear till now let's let's move on to the next topic till now we know what is spectrum we know how it works uh who owns it and how companies use it right now let's see how far india has come with its 5g and you know what is happening in the telecom sector presently so uh tata's tcs and airtel have collaborated and they aim to make global system integration with interoperation of products and services like in simple english it means that they are also looking at export services or exporting you know uh, the 5g uh, services in the long run 
like Reliance. Even Reliance is looking at exports. Reliance is actually going for end-to-end solutions uh, right from India. Like, like it has said that it doesn't want to partner with companies from abroad when it comes to providing network services and end-to-end solutions. Okay. Um, but here's something very interesting. Uh, Reliance is actually looking at other companies uh, to make the 5G cost light. Uh, there's actually quite... Uh, you know, heavy investments, uh, you know, made by Qualcomm, which is Qual Communications, by Facebook, by Google in Reliance, okay? So, yeah, you can say that it is uh, partnering with Google and uh, Qualcomm and Facebook to make a robust, you know, accessibility of 5G. Like, it has strictly said that it won't take uh you know services of chinese companies like nokia wave communications etc but um it has partnered with qualcomm qualcomm is basically like i hope you have heard of qualcomm it is an us company which makes semiconductors or softwares like things like you know chips like you can you might have heard of a snapdragon uh, processor so yeah that is qualcomm uh, so Reliance has partnered with Qualcomm for uh, making 5G compatible products like chips. Okay, it has also partnered with Google. Google makes phones. Uh, it provides digital services. So that is also important. I mean that is Mukesh Ambani for you. Uh, yeah, these tie-ups will eventually result in the best product actually with the best services at an efficient cost to the consumer. So it is making sure that the consumers do not have to face the you know brunt of um, high spectrum prices or high cost of production that these uh, companies are going to incur with you know the launch of 5G. Also, uh, our IITNs also came up with a homegrown technology for 5G called the 5G-i. But Indian companies said that it does not include a global integration system, as in it is not really compatible with global networking services. Like, these companies won't be able to export the telecom services, which is why they uh, dropped the plan of 5G-i. Airtel was the first one to start 5G trial in January. Uh, The government is providing these companies the spectrum for the trial period of six months so that the companies can bring up the technology and check the infrastructure before uh, launching 5G. Uh, The trials are done in major cities like Kolkata, Delhi, Mumbai, Bangalore, Chennai, etc., uh, officially, it is expected to see 5G rollout in the first half of 2022. And uh, yeah, it is it is going to be a digital revolution all in all. Um, we could be witnessing mind-blowing transformation in everything because of, you know, the digital world that we live in right now. Right from healthcare, uh, education, defense, agriculture, manufacturing, automobiles. We can see smart cities use of 5G in transportation, uh, yeah, just name it. Uh, so yeah, guys, I mean, that's all about 5G in India. Let, let's just hope for the best results in the long run. And uh, yeah, that's all. Uh, thank you for tuning in. 
I hope I was clear enough with the concepts because yeah, I I agree it were a bit technical and bit uh, you know complex for me when I was researching. But but well, I mean that is the point, right? Uh, to decode everything that I come across. So thank you for tuning in. Have a great week ahead. If you liked this episode, do not forget to press the follow button and follow the IG channel by the username at the rate the free flow pod. Thank you for listening.